0: This is Envy Marshall, and welcome to the Envy Marshall Show. I am joined tonight by the gorgeous Pete Robinson from our Aussie rock band, Electric Mary. In the background now, a title track off of their album, Mother Woman. Tonight we get classy, we get sassy, and we get a little bit badassy, and I cannot wait to share it with you. The Envy Marshall Show, where anything could happen, and it usually does. Stay effing tuned. Catch us at the Corner Hotel in Melbourne on the 7th of November, when life gets back to normal. Have hope for humanity. I do. I love you. A lover of dogs, obviously. The hairy
1: one. <laughs> the hairy
0: one. I've missed you. What's been going on? Wow. Electric Pete? Well, Pete Robo? So
1: much. Yeah? I've been sitting on my
0: couch. <laughs> and now you're sitting on another couch. Uh, well, I'm sitting Blessed on be. Chair. I feel like, Blessed yeah. be, Pete. So um, I did a podcast not long ago with um, someone else who told me that you were his most downloaded podcast. So I was like, if I'm going to do a podcast, it's going to be with you.
1: Oh, yeah that, yeah. One, that yeah. one yeah so i was uh, like well that, of it makes sense art if of i'm touring. Of touring if i'm going to uh, yeah. that's right out of
0: touring if i'm going to do a podcast then it's going to be with the person who did a podcast you got the most views on a podcast i was like that makes sense and i know you we've worked together
1: i wonder why i wonder why
0: i don't know why do people download you uh, yeah. you're not you're not sure what people like you
1: no i just i like <laughs> you <laughs> oh, okay cool well you must download me a lot then stay
0: humble <laughs> or crumble they say yes do you believe that
1: well i guess so mm. Always humble.
0: Where have you been? Anyway, I haven't seen you. When was the last time I saw you?
1: Um, it would have been pre-COVID. <laughs> we, We're like we to, to, dif- to say. You like to say the same word. We 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 speak in a different language now, don't we? We COVID, pre-COVID, mm. social distance.
0: Mm. Are we social distancing? Is that okay? I've got hand sanitizer. If you okay, I,
1: sh- I, I should, I should probably lean this way a bit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. will be okay? Yeah. Okay. Just making sure that you're comfortable. Yeah. <clears throat> Got your whiskey there? What are you oh, drinking? Admit, admit, not no. a whiskey man, he's a Scotch man.
1: It, I'm whiskey with an E. Oh. Yeah.
0: I see. So you've been hiding from me? I've been trying to get you out the house, been trying to get you to come and see me, and you've been.
1: Well, I have been, I have been doing a lot, of, a lot of stuff, just not outside. Been at home. we have been writing a lot, of, um, a lot of new music for Electric Mary, which, mm-hmm. has, been, which has been quite good. We've mm-hmm. been doing it remotely, which is.
0: As in, not at all?
1: yeah no (laughs) no we um just 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 you know rusty'll have an idea he'll send me send me his idea i'll play some guitar i'll send it to um well i actually social distanced over to spider's place Mm -hmm. with my laptop and stood a long way away from him and plugged his drums in and then he played drums on it and then you know, sent it to Brett. Brett played his guitar on it. And so it was just all, you know, and 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 it was good. It was a, a good personal way to attack. do it. Did you
0: actually want to social distance or did you have to social distance? Or was this an excuse or was it actually because... He smells. <laughs> it's <laughs> no. like, I've always wanted this. Thank you, COVID.
1: <laughs> no, it's... Do you ever um, have
0: those moments where you're like, I've always wanted to be 1.5 metres away from you. Could you continue to stay that far away from me post-pandemic,
1: I, I'm please? actually, I hate, I love my personal space. So this mm. has actually been a, a blessing for me, you know. I'm and,
0: and everyone, I think, <laughs> in so many ways. That's okay. You can be honest about it. But yeah. I, I, I just think, like, this whole thing happening has, because I'm such an extrovert, that it's actually been so good because now I'm able to be like, uh-uh. No, you can't come to my house. Yes.
2: Yeah.
0: said my doorbell used to ring at four o'clock in the morning. Kitty knows. a beautiful camera woman slash my bestie slash, you know, queen of the pole. She knows that. Our doorbell would ring at four o'clock in the morning because everybody knew where I lived and I would always be up for it. But now, no one can find me. I'm not listed.
1: Well, that's because you live so far away from But also, you know. I don't want to
0: be around anyone. And I've, taught, I've, le- I've learned that... Uh, This whole thing, what this it's taught me is, you know, we don't need to be up in each other's grills twenty four seven.
1: I mean, it's good to it's good to see people and visit and you know, but I actually I've actually enjoyed. Well, it's been no different for me. I mean, I never (laughs) never really went out or I don't, and people don't visit me, so it's been no Uh. different. Not that I'm I'm not I'm not looking for pity on that, but I actually because that's just how I live my life. Hmm. I'm a I'm a loner.
0: But what's changed for you, like nothing, nothing. I spoke, I spoke to you a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about doing this and I was like, look, I'm doing this podcast, you're like, great, are we going to social distance? I'm like, absolutely. And then, and I was like, so what, what side of the camp are you on? Are you on the side where, you know, well, not camp, you know, sort of camp. I went, went to the S B the other night and, and the waiter told me that it was a new regime. And I was like, a regime? It's uh, um, so going back to camps, obviously awful. Um, what side of the camp are you on and I said are you, are you on the COVID side where COVID is a scam and it's totally fake or are you on the side of the camp where COVID is absolutely real and we should all be prepared and it's you know you, and you were you were leaning more towards the side of this is a real this is real it's happening to people I know it's well, well
1: I, yeah I think um, I mean obviously it was it was something I mean whether it was whether it's um, you know as, as, as bad as what they made out you mm. know I mean it's obviously bad because people are dying you know and that's and and having you know we've all got older people in our lives and Mm. you know my parents are my parents are old and and i was constantly i mean i usually don't we don't talk on the phone because dad's always on facebook so it's always messenger and you know that's how i get my birthday i'm so glad my dad's not on facebook and um and so um i i I was actually calling them and you know making sure they were okay and because i can't they, they live in brisbane and so and the borders were closed so i couldn't go and see them and you know so it was. It was kind of hard. So I was. I was concerned about them for the for the for that fact. But but.
2: I actually
1: think I've had it. Can I can I say that?
2: <laughs> yes, yeah. you can be fucking authentic. But,
1: but this was before it actually happened. Before the whole outbreak thing happened, because you know, I mean, as a, as a as a touring musician, you know, I'm always on a plane. I'm always out at a playing at a festival or doing you know doing gigs where there's a lot of people Mm. coming up to up close and and, you know you're getting your photo taken or whatever and um and there was this one time where um i was i was uh, doing this doing this festival show and 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 um we did we did this show in Warnable and then we then we came back and we had to we had to cut fly on a on a private plane from Warnable <laughs> such a hard life. Oh, F- private I've had plane.
2: <laughs>
1: I'm so glad of this. I'm so <laughs> sick of touring, and and have to come back to um, uh, Melbourne on the pl- on that plane and then and it was so early in the morning because we had to then catch a plane from, from Melbourne to so we, I was exhausted and I was touring with Russell Morris and 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 I was really exhausted and. T- and run down and everything got to got to um tasmania where the where the show was and mm. you know felt felt a bit ordinary mm. and you know got photos with people and stuff which i'm thinking you know, oh, no. you know. and um but, but we didn't know then this was this was february this was february this year which mm. it was it was there it was in china but it wasn't here you were in china
0: so you so you weren't in china you were here no,
1: no i was here and and then and then a couple of days after that i got this cough and it just wouldn't go away and it was just constant mm. dry cough dry dry mm. dry cough mm. then then 2 days after that i had this massive fever for for it lasted 2 days and it was horrible it was like i was shivering i was sweaty i was then i was and this is before
0: you knew even what covid was didn't know, didn't okay. know
1: what anything was and then um and then the fever went away, but the cough stayed, and it stayed for, for quite a long time after that. I didn't get any, anything else. Then I got a severe backache, like f- f- really. Re- and I just thought, well, I've got a backache because I've been lying on the couch ha- with a fever, you know, mm, and my back's mm, sore now because mm, I mm. normally go walking. And, um, and then I find out a few months down the track of the symptoms of, of what it is, and I looked at them, and that's everything that oh I gosh, had. Oh, gosh, okay. Right. Wow. So, I, so you've I, already had it. I've
0: Can you have it again?
1: Can you have it twice? They don't really know. They don't know, do they? I don't know. It's so sketchy. This this alcohol kills it.
0: (laughs) That's what I've heard. Cheers. Mm
1: -hmm. Chin, chin.
0: Thanks to Ned. A big thank you to Ned's Whiskey for supplying our turbo juice for the evening. Here is my new song, The Fire. Coming out very, very soon. And a big thank you to Peter Robinson for joining me tonight. Stay tuned for more. Do you feel like the other side of it, or once you've reached this peak, you had enough and you had to knock it off and now you're coming down the other side of it so you actually got a break and it was something that you might have
1: needed? It was, it, it was a good break. It is a good break. I mean, there's a, the, the, the problem is, you know, the, uh, what, what happened with it because early uh, th- the early part of this year was unbelievably busy for me so so mm-hmm. I had a lot of a mm-hmm. lot of lot of work mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. all got cancelled mm-hmm. and then the middle part of the year was where where I was actually going to be forced into like a three month kind of hiatus but there could have been other things I think that was the time when when I think Electric Mary were going to work on stuff and we were going to start recording and things but that's all flipped over now. So, so I mean, we're still recording, but but there's been no, you know, the 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 initial shock of when when this all hit, and I'm sure every muso, you Everyone. know, I, I know I spoke mm. to a I spoke to quite a few few people that I, I play with and mm. and, and have, have, you know associates, and they mm. they all. Um, they were all like freaking out, you know, just watching gigs disappear, just mm. just in before our mm. eyes. You know, everything mm. was getting cancelled, and it was it was a, a real shock. And you know, you're ringing your you're ringing your real estate agent, going, "I can't
0: make my rent. I can't yeah, do. Crazy. It. I can't do it. Even yeah. though
1: I always, um, because I've been doing this for so long, I always um, I was smart with with well, when I say smart, I was kind of smartish with my money. Smartish. So i was smart. What did that look like? <laughs> well. <laughs> um, it, so I always put money aside for, yeah, for when for when things good. got tough, which which because that's what I've always done, and mm. t- with being a musician, that's really,
0: that's really good advice for people that are sort of starting out and wanting to make it a full time career. Because you know, hopefully, you know it, it's it's going to come back around. I know that um, there was a news story that went out today that, that New South Wales are doing um, thousand gigs in twenty days or something that, that they put out. Jimmy Barnes and Tones and I are headlining it and. New South Wales are doing a thousand gigs in twenty days. That's what they're going to do to rebuild uh, re, uh, the music industry in Sydney, and that's going to happen in November. So when okay. all the when everything sort of stops, when our gig is, or your gig that I'm on, let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. So November seventh. Was it November seventh at the corner?
2: Seventh no, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: November, November. Yeah. Cool. I'm so excited. So yeah, moving towards that. So like the the government are doing things to to sort of rejig the industry, um, but people are sort of like, don't have hope. They don't have hope that things are going to turn around. They don't have hope that they can go to a gig anymore. Like music bars are closing down. I think I've seen like 40 bars closed down in Melbourne.
2: Yeah. You know,
0: people asking for money. I think there's some bars even asking their punters to donate money to them to stay open now without naming names. That's happening. Um, and it's a worthwhile cause. So like, what do you say to people that are, you know, worried? Are you hopeful that it will go back to the way it was? Do you see this as a hiatus or do you see this as a full stop?
1: Well, it's, 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 I think it's a, um. it's a full, well, I think uh, it's not a full stop, but it's, but it's definitely a, a stop because, mm. I mean, uh, it's, you can't, you know, I'm so used to working all the time, you mm. know, there's, there's, it used to be if I didn't work for two weeks, I'd get worried, you know, I'd start to worry that, oh, you know, what's going on, but, mm. but, you know, no, I, I actually have been fortunate enough to be working every, Every week, mm. you know, w- within mm. the music industry, so mm. you know, yeah, and uh, this this is this has been, um, you know, it's not just the musicians; it's it's the it's the production people, it's the the hire companies, you know, it's every shout <laughs> out Backline, yeah, yeah. Backline, and um, you know, it's 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 every everybody's um suffering, you know, mm. the 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 uh, you can go on; the list is endless, you know, and and uh, yeah, it's it's been a full stop for a lot of people. Mm. To this point, you know, it's probably a full stop with a comma afterwards. The comma, yeah. So
2: there's hope in that?
1: Well, I, I think there's hope. You know, I think things are going to get back. You know, there's, there's announcements saying that you can get in a in a forty thousand seat arena, you can put ten thousand people in there. You know, so so I think that's what they're they're aiming towards. And so I think it kind of looks to me if we can keep the the levels down of, of you know the the, the the virus levels down then we can things will open up a lot quicker than what we what they were predicting they were so mm. this is how i see it i mm. don't really know but then you know you get people protesting in the city
0: let's not talk about that so in, in relation to sort of the gig that you're doing at the corner that you know i'm lucky enough to join you on what do you think it's going to look like are they going to is it going to be like we're playing and i'm opening for you and then there's like one person there, there's one person there and there's a line on the ground and there's someone walking around with hand sanitizer like spraying in the air making sure that and mopping the floors between yeah. like between 1.5 meter crowds like and it's going to be what?
1: It's hard to know, isn't it? Because we, we don't we don't actually know. We don't know what it's going to be like. You know, November it could be business as usual. We don't actually know what's going to happen mm. till then. The, the 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 problem that I that I think is is um the big problem I think is um international acts coming in because because it's mm. still bad overseas, mm. you know. And 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 the, there is a festival that that. That I was doing this year called Under the Southern Stars, which got Would have which been got so fucking well, sick. it got postponed till next year. But the thing is, is is it actually going to happen? You know, we don't actually really know. Mm. I, I mean, I'm hopeful it's going to happen. So
0: what happens with like all the you know without depressing everybody like. Airlines and hotels and everything that you that was booked around that show is that are they accommodating to you or did you book on Virgin and unfortunately they no longer exist.
1: Well, Virgin still do exist. They're okay, great. Yeah, um, and yes, we did book with Virgin, <laughs> <laughs> and we spent ten thousand dollars with Virgin on wow. airfares, and now they're in. a... Shout attack. out
0: Virgin, let's reimburse. Come on, help yeah. us out. Now, well, them. well,
1: they 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 did with most of the flights. There's great. probably two or three that they didn't reimburse us for, which they said sorry for (laughs) but um i mean look who uh, needs six hundred dollars when you get a sorry i've always been a supporter of virgin i've you know we've i've always flown with virgin you know what are the best for uh, the equipment and everything you know i think it's it's hard to know virgin have always treated me well so so i'm okay with that but it's not actually the the airline it's the people who work for the airline that you know if if you get someone that's just going to throw guitars around then they're an idiot but um. Hmm,
0: but they look after Apra, like Virgin and Apra yes, have a good relationship, they, so yeah. that's always really good. Yeah. Mm.
1: But um, you know, and, and from what I what I see, they're still operating. Who I was mean, on that
0: show. It was um STP and
1: Stone Temple Pilots, Live. Bush, Live, Rose Tattoo, and Electric Mary. Yeah. And then there's local acts so in, wicked, in every place. What, wicked,
0: what a wicked show!
1: I know. I was so looking forward to oh it. Oh my
0: gosh, I can imagine. And,
1: and the, the, that's the whole thing, you know. You, this, this year was, for, for Electric Mary in particular, was, was really booked out mm. for, for, you know, we had the Under the Southern Stars, then we had the follow-up shows in Melbourne, Sydney, um, Brisbane, and um, and I think we were going to eventually go to Adelaide and, and Perth as well, even though we if weren't If they get there.
0: It, you know, I'm an Adelaide girl, so I'm like, oh, if they come, they come. Well, you know,
1: Adelaide, I think, is is a lot easier than Perth. I mean... Perth, we actually weren't, and we're, we're still not doing the under the Southern Stars shows over there. So, which is unfortunate. They though.
0: don't have Southern Stars; they have Western Stars, yeah, so they, they can just stick it up southern, their asses. Well, yeah. that's probably. Why <laughs>
1: um, so yeah, but 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 uh, but yeah. Love
0: anyway. you, Perth. Sorry, just staying, just, just making sure Perth still loves me after that comment. Yes,
1: mm. Perth, I love Perth. Do you? I do.
0: What is your best, the fondest memory of? being Pete Robinson in this band doing what you love the most um. <laughs> I'm gonna play this music
1: being an electric Mary mm. or just being a touring musician
0: whatever you choose
1: um, I don't really know I mean there's lots of, lots you're gonna of...
0: Have a moment that you're like that was a fucking moment that'll live with me forever
1: Hellfest in France was a big moment for, for me. Um, I got to play at Sweden Rock as well, but not with Electric Mary, with John, with John English, and that was a big moment for me.
0: Hell oh yeah, the Pirate King. That would have been Yeah,
1: fun. it was, it was insane. I mean, actually getting to play with John English was a big thing. Actually, I can tell you a big moment in my life.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm with you.
1: <laughs> I'm going
0: to make you tell me your moment. I'm, a, like I'm a
1: big, sweet fan. Mm-hmm. I love the sweet and uh i've probably already told this story but you're hearing it again you're hearing it again um i got to play with them <laughs>
0: <laughs> i got to That's play hilarious. on stage
1: with the Sweet. i got to play ballroom blitz with the Sweet.
0: ballroom blitz babe yeah how you you like what was the feeling like what was the emotion well,
1: i can't remember there's video footage <laughs> and i'm sure when you look at that you'll know what i'm feeling yeah good <laughs> the green well uh, it was on a cruise. It was on a Rock the Boat cruise, and the suite were the headline act. And um, and I, I love An- I love Andy Scott as a guitar player and and as a you know now as a person because we're we're mates now you know so I talk to him and email and stuff and and to me that that's just brilliant that I get to actually do that to someone that I've idolized since I was yeah you know since I was ten you years have a relationship old, you now know? and you're yeah. like. Ah. And 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 the the, nice. the great part about it was I got to play we got to play with them which was which was awesome you know and and him actually saying you play the first riff while we're while we're on stage and I'm going <laughs> okay and how we old didn't. were you then I was twelve no no I was, um, <laughs> it was uh, it was 2014 so it was 2014 so the way you talk about years. it sounds
0: so childlike and that's what that's why we do this in the first place isn't yeah, it absolutely. to feel fucking alive to feel like and to actually adults. to actually meet and we're not adults, we're kids. You yeah, know?
1: and to meet your idol is, uh, and and then uh, and they're they're a phenomenal person as well. That's mm. just to me, that's it's mm. insanely good. And, and and I guess and this has been good. Good. This whole lockdown thing has been has been a really mm. eye opening thing for me because you know there's there's a few there's a few guitar players that I really idolise. You know, Brian May is one of them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Andy Scott from the Sweet. Um, Steve Vai I's another one, you know, and I and I love all these guitar players, and they they they're putting personal videos up on mm. their Instagrams, you know. Not, well, I call them personal because I'm watching it, you know, but but it's it, but the <laughs> so are a million other people guitar watching Hub, it. But yeah. but but the thing is, it's it's I'm watching it, and and it's kind of it feels personal, and you feel like you you're actually now connected to the to these people, and mm. you know, and and it, and it's 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 been really. Really good as a guitar player for mm. for, for myself. Mm. Growing up with these people and loving these people, mm. to now actually see these people as as human mm. beings, you mm. know, because you do mm. when you idolise someone, you kind of go, oh, they're up there, you, you know. Detach yourself. Yeah, you detach. They're, they're, they're not. you're hu- actually all people. That they're human, but you don't see them as human beings because there's know?
0: that red curtain and the security guards.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, you but can't get of the close day, to them. We don't
0: have that now, and
1: now you can get very close yeah. to them. You know,
0: without. Sticky floors.
1: But you can message them and then you look like the stick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Brian, Brian, <laughs> Brian. Brian.
1: <laughs> Which I've done. Oh, no, I haven't. <laughs> when you were 12. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do
0: you think the, I don't know, what do you think the secret is to longevity in a band, like staying together for years? How long have you been with your predominant band for? And I would call Electric Mary your predominant band because you're obviously a working musician. But what would you say the secret is to
2: um,
1: staying together well well uh, I don't really know. I, I it's enjoying it, you know, liking the people you work with. Mm. Um, keeping it interesting, I guess.
0: Like any relationship.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you just mm. got to it's it's you know. It is. It's 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 costumes, a part, it's a partnership. Yeah. Candles. Costumes, changing, changing, <laughs> changing things around a bit. And I'll, you know, a lot of it for me is 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 actually really enjoying the 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 music, you know, mm. um, if you don't enjoy, uh, there's 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 different aspects, I guess, you know. Uh, w- with Electric Mary, for me, it's the music. I, I love, I love, and as a guitar player, you know, that's it's like the ultimate band to be in because it's it's I get to play guitar, I mm. get to play the riffs, you know, I get to play loud, I get to play guitar solos, and I I get to play with a singer that just goes. wow you know, which which
0: it's a great impersonation yeah
1: yeah and that's how he sings that now and um you know and, and and with a with a bunch of guys that are all into the same style of music and you know when we get together and play it's just the first notes that you play you just go fuck that's good yeah you know great and, you know and that's what you want when you play
0: so then you have this you have this like the the music is the how can i put it like it sounds like you you guys love what you do so much it doesn't matter sort of what happens around it because there's this there's what you guys make there's your there's your creation yeah so that's what matters yeah and it's what you've always wanted to do and that's what's kept you guys in the game so long because bands break up they turn over they split up they have arguments they you
2: know
1: there's been times where you know electric mary have thought about you know going well what are we you know so many there's so many been so many pitfalls in with within electric mary you know with members m- members d- member changes and you know um uh health issues you know and all that sort of stuff and and you know you, a- a- our whole our whole goal was really to 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 go to europe every year you know because that's where mm. our market is that's mm. where well that's where most people like us i mean we australia is a great place as well for us but it's hard to get to places where if it's it's easier to go to Europe and actually tour around there because mm. everywhere's so close together, mm. and there's a lot more people, and um, yeah. So I can't remember what I was going to say. So
0: that's that's what's kept you together then.
1: <laughs> yes. If you don't
0: remember, <laughs> I'll remember. It's okay.
1: <laughs> but but so so that our our goal was to do that every year. But but mm. but but because um, you know there's 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 health issues or there's there's member changes or something like that. We. We haven't been able to do that, so so there's two years go by before we go back to Europe again, and you just and and, and then you think, are they still going to like us? You know, well, are they still going to remember who? And we do are? they? Well, they do. Yeah, And, they and do, it's, yeah. Get, it's getting it's yeah, getting better. Do, every, yeah. It's getting better all the time. Yeah. you know, every year yeah. we go, it's getting better. But but you do I think fucking that love
0: Sweden rock, and it's just a great fucking joke. Sweden
1: rock is just insane. Shout out good. to Jan. Oh, He's absolutely. a legend. Oh yeah, yeah. Stayed at his house.
0: Salute! Oh, you stayed at his stayed at his house
1: with with um, with Dave. Yeah. Oh yeah. He sent
0: with, me the, he the, sent me with, a limousine with, one day. It's very nice of him. Oh really? Yes. he was very sweet.
1: With um, because uh, the there was the Angels. I was I was there with with John English and mm-hmm. the Angels were playing there that year as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was twenty fifteen.
0: What year we were, were we there, Kitty? Two thousand. Okay, so a bit, bit after our time.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah well,
1: <laughs> showing your age now, aren't you?
0: Look at this talent once to go. Catch us live. 7th of November. Corner Hotel in Melbourne. If you can't get there because you're overseas, I love you still. You can check us out on Instagram, follow us everywhere.
2: More live shit coming to your living room very soon
0: thing for a band. I mean, yes, you're going to get a good gig fee, but it, you've got to get there. You've got to, you've got
1: to. It wasn't about the fee. You see, oh. for us, it wasn't to do Sweden Rock was not about the fee. No, you. you, you Although yeah. we'd like to get paid. Yes, please.
0: Um,
1: yeah. It, yeah, it was, it wasn't, it was just to actually, because we were supposed to go over there as a, as a tour, you know, a tour around Europe mm-hmm. and then do, you know, Sweden Rock was one of the festivals we were doing. There was a few other festivals we were, we were going to be doing, but things happened.
0: Mm, that's okay we don't have to go into what those things are
2: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, but yeah I think that's interesting so what about collaboration then like since, since this lockdown things happened or before that like you've obviously not you're not just Pete from Electric Mary you know yeah. you are you're Pete Russell Morris Pete you've got other projects that you work on do you feel like um, for, for example for me I don't I don't work with one band or one musician it's, it's me and then I have a bunch of people and I think that all those people make me better What are your thoughts on collaboration as an artist?
2: Speaking of collaborations, I'd like to
0: do a little bit of a shout-out now to Ned Whiskey for fueling our fire this evening. Also, me and P.O. worked on this song in the studio together. It's called Bad Thing. We will do a live performance of that in the next 15, 20 minutes. So hang in there, baby. It's about to get hot. And thank you for joining us. If you like what you hear tonight, swipe up, subscribe, be there for me and I'll be there for you. (laughs) mm <laughs> A musician working with different people rather than just working
1: well, it, in your band—it it, it do you certainly think? does. I think mm. it, 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 you know—broadens your horizons on on different types of things. You mm. know, I, I, I mean, I've, I've worked with, um, I worked with a girl called Kelly Fernando Bird, which was, which quite a few years ago. Um, I work in this band called um, Sonic Citizen, which I which was, well, now that I look at it, it's quite a few years ago, but it's still kind of current, I guess, but, um. We're still all friends. And, um, and all of them are different styles of music, you know. And, and I mean, I look, I look at things like, you know, my, my influences are, are obviously rock, you know. And, and b- but, but what I like to listen to when I'm not playing rock is things like Christopher Cross, Bread. You know, I love yacht it is rock. It's
0: the night, my body's weak. And we're sailing. On the run. Take me away. And, and bread. Away. bread. Remember, you love bread. I love Remember bread. Remember one night, no, not carbs. Remember one time you come over to my place and you're like, you're going to listen to this? It's bread. Yeah. And I was like, listening to bread? I don't even eat bread. But they were actually. That, Baby, that's, I'm a <laughs>
1: Baby, I'm going to want you.
0: Baby, I'm going to need you.
1: Yeah.
0: It's a bit romantic. You've got like a romantic soul.
1: Well, it's just, I think it's what, what I grew up because my, you know, mum and dad, that's what they listen to. They listen to, well, they actually listen to Slade and <laughs> bread and um, Jethro Tull. And a Slade. lot of other things, yeah. great. Um, but, but but bread was a was a big part of it, and mm-hmm. I, and I've always liked it. And you know, I have most of their records.
0: Oh. So that's what I mean. If you if you like if you do like Doctor
1: Hook, I love Doctor Hook. Doctor
0: Hook, I, I fucking love Doctor Hook. Hook. They're massive in Broken Hill. It's weird to say that, but really? they are. Like no they way. like they love them.
1: But having said that, look uh, with Kelly with Kelly Fernando, I think my bread influence.
2: Your gluten intolerance. My gluten intolerance.
1: <laughs> I think I think that came out yeah. with with oh, um, Cal- uh, subconsciously though. Where can because we hear that? Where, can where is she?
0: Where is she? Where is? The music um, if you look on online,
1: we we do have a um, <laughs> we do have a, we we did a video a video for a song called Ducky, and um and it's it's all in major sevenths. I'll and, put a link to it. Yeah, and that's where um, I think that's where. The bread thing came from because there's a lot of the bread songs, are, and a lot of that yacht rock is in, you know, major 7th type, type things. So, but it was probably a subconscious thing of, of playing these songs and just you know, and, and uh, that song particular came out from a jam that I was having with, with Kevin Murphy, who was the drummer in that band, and um, and we were just playing one day, and he just started playing, and the reason it was called Ducky was because he had this he had this duck on top of his drum, p- kick drum. And when he squat when he squeezed it, it went whack whack whack. <laughs> and so when it when it was going whack whack whack, I used that as my tempo, just ca- count in, <laughs> and I started going dink, 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 And then he started playing, and it was great. It
0: was your click quack. It was oh, my no. click quack. Didn't can't believe I just said that. Yeah,
1: yeah no, no, um, I said it, but the, pa- pa- <laughs> it's
0: already probably the happened. fact that I
1: repeated it, it's already happened. Yeah, no.
0: Um, so what's next for Electric Mary? You guys are recording at the moment.
1: Yeah, we're recording next week. We've we've got. Um, a few. Well, we've got well. There's probably five new tracks, and there's one that we're just going to write there and then. So, which is going to be great because we can actually get together and play again.
0: So, how do you, Electric Mary, do it? What I wonder because I was I talked to a lot of different bands about how they do it in the studio, and obviously the way I did it was very segmented. You know, um drums, click track, guitar base me you know it's a very segmented way of doing things but yeah. do you guys and but the first one we did we did like a live room situation and that was my favorite like just all being there and jamming yeah. yeah that that's my that's my favorite way to do it obviously you've got to segment that and pull that apart so how do you guys do it What's your well it's been process? different
1: it's been different every time you know we well not every time but it's been it's been different um it, it's all it's probably dependent on the studio you're working in whether you can actually do it live or not um we've always we always recorded with ricky ray and um shout out to ricky ray shout out to ricky ray Legend. Legend. and um and and you know that that was always we we play live uh, but um but not amped so so it would it was kind of simu- simulated guitars but but with a DI sound, so it was just the clean guitar. So if anything was great, and we said, "Well, I've got my part," we can just reamp it, and then it's how I played it with, the, or how Brett played it with the drums, bass. We try and capture with the drums when they're being done. You know, we may go back and do some bits and pieces here and there, but but mainly we focus on getting the drums right. If if there's something we've captured that's that's great with the, with a guitar part or a, or a or a bass part. Then we'll keep that and we'll reamp it and we'll we'll use that as the bass and then we'll go in and do some other things over the top. I think this time we're going into um, we're going to try and actually play as much live as we possibly can.
0: That's so cool.
1: It is. I mean, which I'm really looking forward to to Mm. doing. You know, because we're best when we're live. You know, it's it's kind of good. Really. And um, and then then obviously Rusty comes in and does his vocals afterwards because you know you've. it's just the way you have to do it, I guess. It's it's too hard to do it the other way. Although they used to. Also,
0: we need the as a vocalist, you need you need that me time. Yeah. It but might so sound some but some like,
1: vocalists can do it there and put then. Put me in though. a box and yeah, take yeah. care
0: of me all day. And yeah, take, yeah. Feed me compliments and.
1: I need my tea. <laughs> I
0: need my tea. My ginger tea.
1: It's um, my
0: day. It's my day.
1: Yeah. Yeah. but, but uh, you know some some vocalists can do it there and then, which is which I think is great, you know, in that in that. But if, if you, you kind of need to be completely separated, I guess, away from the band, so that you don't get all that spill.
0: It's exciting for you. Is there material that you're working on?
1: Yeah, I love the the new songs are great. I really, I'm really, mm-hmm. really happy with them.
0: Not going to make you play one. No. <laughs> I would
1: dare. <laughs> I would remember it. No. Yeah, no, I get I'll, it. But, um, but yeah. I can play you I can play you a song. But it's like, what well, if I play you something? Where's the vocal?
0: Maybe I <laughs> sounds so set up. <laughs> Maybe I could do a vocal.
1: <laughs> well, I've come up with this. <laughs> we should record a song.
0: Maybe we should. <laughs> we tried to write together so many times, and we just and like never, never.
1: Never. Well, we actually were going to, and then this happened.
0: The big C word. The
1: big C word happened. Mm. That's that was what what happened. Mm.
0: Mm. Anyway. Mm. Mm. No, but I'm happy. We obviously have already worked together, which is why we have rapport.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Would you say we have rapport? We do. I think we might have a bit of rapport, darling. Um, Speaking of pouring.
1: Okay, yes. oh, no, no, no. Speaking it's of pouring, right. uh, oh, no. Ned's whiskey. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm actually, I need to drive. No.
0: Drive where?
2: Who's going to drive you?
0: We're in the Hollywood Hills. You've got a long way to go to get back home.
1: Just a touch. Please, please.
0: There you yeah, go. There's be. some hand sanitizer for you. How's that? It's liver sanitizer. you right.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So um, we got a show. Yes. I'm looking forward to that.
1: Yeah, that'll be fun. Though. Can
0: anyone even buy tickets for that yet?
1: I think it's going to start being. Well, it's hard to know because we, you know, we don't know. Oh. We're putting a show on. Whether you know how it's going to go mm. ahead or how many people can actually go in, we we just don't know yet. I think it's going to be. I think we're going to hold off for a couple of weeks until mm. till so, till it goes on. I mean, it's not till November, but you know. People how are things. gagging. I'm gagging. We could be
0: selling tickets right now. I swear to God.
1: Swear to God.
0: I swear to God, we swear could be selling God. tickets right now. Yeah, I don't know if that was Boston or I also went into a little bit of like Tasmanian in that accent. I'm not great at them.
1: I'm not good either. I went to whenever, United, but whenever, whenever I, can't I do, do an accent, it ends up being an Indian one. So. Can I hear it? <laughs> yeah. No, you're not <laughs> <laughs> But my head starts to do this as well. Actually,
0: um, so this. you won't play me a song, but that's okay. Um, what else, Pete? What else has been going on for the last few weeks for you?
1: Um, like,
0: since the big C hit, like,
1: well, uh, just just done, I guess doing what everyone else is doing, apart from the people who can work from home, is um, exercising more.
0: <laughs> Even though you bought me your exercise equipment,
1: I did, oh, but sorry. but the thing is, <laughs> that wasn't working for me. No, I, I ride. I ride. I ride every day. I ride my push bike every day. I I, I do my twenty-five push-ups every day. For two days. And then, <laughs>
0: um... Good. So I feel about working out as I do about momentum. So, for example, today I knew I needed a massive amount of momentum in order to do this show, in order to have this big energy. But some days I don't. If I don't work out, that equals less energy. So yeah. working out to me doesn't isn't about my body. Working out to me is about way more than that. It's about my spirit levels. It's yeah. about my extroversion. It's about my body as part of that. Because obviously you want to keep that in line. Because without a, without a strong body, you can't have a strong life. And I truly believe that. So that's a very important part of the way it works. I truly believe. But there's so much more that's going on with working out. It's not just about the physical exercise and, the, and, and how that represents in your outward appearance. Yeah. So getting that momentum today to do this show was about, you know, 45 minutes on a spin bike, push-ups, jump squats, all that stuff. And that's the same sort of energy that I would bring to a stage. Um, And I think that that's really important if you're going to be at the front or electric or whatever. Yeah. And has that always been a big part of your life? Like... No. Getting... (laughs) But you're tra- You are doing a bit of training.
1: I, I'm. I'm. Well, I used to walk every day. I used to. My 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 whole thing was: I get up in the morning, I go for a walk, and that that was. You're just... a
0: talkback guy. Talk guy. You're a talkback guy. You like talkback radio. We drove to the studio one oh, yeah, day. We yeah, had talkback yeah. yeah. guy. You're like, I love talkback. Yeah,
1: talkback radio. Look at it's us now. The, well, it's it's about dri- You know, driving along, and I, a lot of people don't understand this. But but and you, I don't know. You might be the same as me. I'm not sure. But but you've cu- you finished a gig. You're driving home, and you know you're driving for maybe half an hour to an hour. You don't want to listen to music. God, I don't want to listen to music. I've just done a gig. Last thing I want to do is listen to music. <laughs> but people who I'm driving with, if I'm driving someone home or whatever, you know, and they go, oh, can we put this? In- now put triple them on. Put the. I'm like, I don't want to listen to music. So I always just put. Talk back right. <laughs> because I just want to hear but people that makes talk. sense. I just want to hear people talk and just talk nonsense and Chat. laugh at somebody, you know, and, and you know, just with somebody. With some sorry. That's <laughs> <I mean.
0: laughs>
2: that's, that's,
0: interesting. That's very interesting. Um, it reminds me of a story of one time when I was with the Morbid Angel guys and I got this limousine. I think it was Morbid Angel, and we got a limousine from a party that they were because I used to run after parties for all these big bands, and we got picked them up in a pink hammer. Put them in a limousine, and then I got them in the limo. And I was crank—I was very young. I was like 26 or something. And I, I, we were cranking like really loud rock music. And they got in the car. I remember the guitarist just going, "No, no," and I was like, "Everybody get in the limousine!" And he's like, "No fucking way!" He goes, "You put some <laughs> classical music on. I'm not getting in this fucking limousine." I'm like, "But I got you guys a limo. We're going to the after party." He's like, "I'm not going to the after party, and I'm not listening to any more rock yeah. and roll." And I was like, "All right, I get it." Like, you've been standing there all day. Digga digga digga, you know, it's yeah. too much. It's Absolutely. overwhelming. The party has to stop at some point. I need to rest. I'm, a, I, I'm at work. Yeah. is yeah. isn't a party for me. I'm at work.
1: That's exactly how mm. it is. Mm. You just don't want to, you know, you've, you've got people around you all the time. You've got so much stuff going on and, and noise and, you know, and driving home is peace. It's like the peaceful mm. time. Mm. And it's where you get to just reflect on what's happened and... So I actually prefer to drive home alone. I actually would don't want anyone. I'm not nattering. <laughs> yeah, I just do
2: Sometimes like it's, a, it's, it's on laws. But
1: but then it becomes selfish. And, you know, and I do become selfish when I drive home because sometimes I do want to have somebody in the car that's talking to me, but sometimes I don't. Mm. So it's my choice at the end of at the end of the gig. I know that sounds selfish, but that's just the way way I feel. It, it, it what depends the fuck on is
0: wrong with the word selfish? Let's just talk about that. Because the word selfish is not a bad thing. If you want to be selfish and take care of you first, the only way you can take care of others is by taking care of you. Yeah. If you're in a on. passive, aggressive, shitty state you're not looking after anyone no. you're upset you're pissed off and you might not be aggressive aggressive but you're going to be passive aggressive it's going to come out in different ways
1: but it, but it's the, I think it's the same before a gig as well because sometimes and it's dependent on how i'm feeling at the time because and i I'm, I'm not a i'm not a um i'm not a, a what do they call it a diva i'm not a diva when it oh. comes i'm not i'm definitely not a diva but but you me either but but sometimes sometimes <laughs> I actually don't want to talk to anyone before a gig. I just want to sit by myself and just think, you know, and just just focus on on things. Mm. But sometimes I want to go out and get ship faced drunk and mm. you know talk to everybody. What in you, the room. are you? Are
0: you like? Can you do the same performance whether you're ship faced versus whether you're sober? What do you think about that? From a
1: I used to be able to. Mm. <laughs> there is a point now where I, I know my limits and then I just have to stop. And I I, I know with Russell, I, I'm touring with Russell Morris and Brian Cadd has been a big um a big Curve. <laughs> learning curve for me because um, you know Brian likes to have a, a whiskey and I, oh, I love whiskey. I love having a, a, a whiskey, but he oh. always got a In his rider there was always a mm. bottle of whiskey and I mm. always helped him drink it. And we we drink most of it. So before helpful. We, we, <laughs> it, was part, it was part of my job. I had to help <laughs> him drink that bottle, and um, you know, and and having doing that before you go on stage and then go wow I'm pissed <laughs> and and um, and then trying to. Play Ginger Man. And how'd that go? Well, I think it went well. You,
0: you got called back, kind of in that. I, bad. Got, I
1: got the phone call. <laughs>
0: um, but you would be at that point now as a musician where you're so subconsciously doing what you do.
1: Yeah, there, there is, but the, but there are. To, I know
0: you're a master. I they say know, ten thousand I know, I know mastery, at some right?
1: point there there, are, there is some point where I start playing and go, "Wow, I can't play," <laughs> which has happened a couple of times. Why? why
0: in your brain, as a, so, walk me through because that's really interesting. Walk me through a scenario where you're like, because I've seen you like even you're a frontman guitarist, which is cool. So you're like you'll you be playing, and then at what point do you just go? There's a whole crowd in front of you, and you're just like, I'm not a guitarist. <laughs> I can't do this. Oh, what you happens mean, then?
1: Well, well, when I'm drunk.
0: Is it just when you're drunk, or is it, does it happen? Just does it come? Just does those thoughts drop in every now and again?
1: When I'm on stage, when I'm playing, it's, it's only happened when I've been drunk, or, or if I've if I've gone on stage and I've had a bit bit too much to drink beforehand. Mm. But it's never, I've never, I've never gone back, gone back and gone, oh, you know, into my, you know, into myself and gone, oh, I can't do this, I can't do this. I've never done that. Apart from when I was younger, um, I actually, it's my only time that I actually feel confident is when I'm on stage playing guitar. I'm mm. not a very confident person when I'm, a, when mm. I'm off stage, mm. you know, just around people. Mm. I need mm. to have a few drinks before I can actually have yeah. a conversation with somebody. Yeah. But, but um, on stage, I just go, I just, the minute I walk on stage, and I hope my dad doesn't watch this, but, but or my mum, I just say, I say, fuck you, I'm good, and you're going to enjoy what I'm doing. That's my, that's my attitude when I walk on stage. Mm-hmm. So. You're
0: basically Tony Robbins right now. Who's that? Okay. Tony Robbins. Okay. So Tony Robbins was one of my mentors. I've done a lot of his seminars and he's a, you would fucking absolutely know him. He was a mentor back in, he's always been a mentor. So from the 1980s, oh, yeah, Big T's. Yeah, big teeth. Ah, everybody so yes, so yes. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, he taught me to surpass my own fears and to be out of anything as possible. He yeah. taught me that. So, so you have this mantra that's like, I'm fucking good.
2: Yeah, well, and that's.
1: It, but I mean, whether you. But the thing is, it doesn't matter whether you, whether you actually technically are or not. Mm. If you go on, if you if you walk in front of people with that attitude, they'll believe it.
0: That's right. If you walk in front of anyone and have any kind of self doubt, that I, I don't call them vultures. I already have. But from a wrestling perspective, I used to walk out on stage and I was like, oh my god, I've got to remember, I've got to remember a match, yeah. or I've got to, you know, put together a fifteen minute performance with choreography which shout out to kitty jane behind the camera she would know what this is like pole dancing queen of the the world you know you've got to get up there and you've got to but you've got to work with people you've got to work with someone so it's not just about what you're doing it's about what they're doing and how they're responding to you and how you're making that work so a few times i remember my eye i I remember watching the camera back and going oh i can see your self-doubt i can see it but then when I when I flipped into I don't give a fuck I'm good at this and I think that was probably after ten thousand hours of doing it yeah because that equals mastery right
1: it it is it, it it's, it's experience mm. it's actually mm. doing it all the time mm. makes you the, gives mm. you the confidence because because people you know when you when you when you teach somebody they want to know oh, how do you you know how do you get it so that you can just walk in front of people and you can just do what you do and mm. you know and you don't and. You can't teach someone that. You actually mm. can't teach them. You mm. know, you've got those, you know, Tony Robbins guys that, that mm. can that can give you advice about stuff mm. and try and tell you, you know, how mm. to get there quicker. Mm. Mm. But it's but it's actually it's it's within yourself. You actually have to do it yourself.
0: Yeah, and that and that comes from I mean Kitty were talking about this today because obviously she does pole dancing, so she's got a move that she's doing. So we had a really good chat today about this move that she's working on, and she couldn't leave training because she was working on this move. I hope she doesn't mind me talking about the stream, I'm sure she won't. And so she's working on this move, and she can't leave till she's done this move. She can't leave till she's done this move, and she's working on it. She's working on it. So she, and then she's like, okay, now I'm ready to leave. Made her an hour late, but that's okay. I get it. I get it. Because it's mastery. It's like I won't move on from something until I'm like, okay, yes, I'm, I'm convinced that that was badass. Then I can stop because then tomorrow I'll be better. Yeah. So they say, say 10,000 hours to mastery. You're a master. So congrats. I've
1: probably done more than 10,000 hours.
0: Oh, so what does that make you? A grandmaster. i such <laughs> a grandmaster.
1: I reckon there's 100,000 in there.
0: 100,000. So subconsciously now you can do what you do at a level that you can do it at. And you don't have to be conscious. You no. don't have to be no. aware.
1: A, a certain point of me has to be aware. Mm-hmm. I'm getting to the point now where I, I can't. No, I'm not going to say that because I can.
0: <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> you can do whatever you want whenever you want
2: as much yeah. as you want and that I is can't, freedom, that can't is mastery. is actually the
1: worst word. You know, when when I hear someone say they can't do something, it really annoys me because mm. because if if you're going to if you're going to be a defeatist before you've even tried it,
2: mm. Mm.
0: there's no mm. point even giving mm. it a
1: sh- you know, even
0: I can't do my taxes.
1: Well, <laughs> yeah. I just won't. But, but the thing is, you can if you actually put the effort in. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: And, and yeah. when people, when someone, you know, you play something and, and someone watches you do it and then, the, and then they go, oh, I'll never be able to do that. Well, there's no point me teaching you anything then. Because mm. if you're going to come in with that attitude, then I don't want to teach you because mm. there's mm. no point. Because you, yeah. you've got that defeatist attitude. Yeah. It's yep. well, so, nice. so negative. But there's always a way.
2: There
0: is, and I and I, I truly sit at the feet of the thinking that anything is possible, yep. anything, and I believe in mastery, which is why I'm interested in you because you created, you're a master of a certain technique and something that very, very, very highly interests me, which is guitar, and I'm obviously not there yet. So, um, yeah, when when you, when you were starting out and you were like a bit younger with it, there would have been embarrassments or defeats or things that you just pushed through. What made you push through? What made you go from like, <laughs> I don't, you know, from um. Oh, you know, you know that feeling where you're like, "I'm just going to give up. Fuck it. I'm done. It's too embarrassing. I can't do it. I'm not at the level I want to be at." What, 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 was that thing that made you just keep going?
1: Um, I don't know. I actually can't remember. I don't. I, I, all I know is, I, I guess when I was young, young, I, I, um, I mean, I started playing guitar when I was eight years old. But, but, and, and, and I, I was just, I was just learning chords off a teacher. The teacher was Mr. Lee, and he is in a band called the Triffids, which I don't know if anyone's heard, if you've heard, well, the Triffids. Hello. hello Triffids. Hello, Graham Lee.
0: Hello, Graham Lee. He Triffids, was, yeah.
1: he's, my, he, and I didn't know that he mm. was in that band until I moved to Melbourne, and this is like, you know. the teacher. It, and he, and, and then <laughs> I saw, I, the, you know, when the, the whole social network came along and Facebook came along, and, and all my friends from school had this friend called Graham Lee, and I'm looking at it's like, that's Mr. Lee. That's the guy that used to teach me how to play guitar in school. He was my teacher, my actual teacher, but he also played guitar. And then he's, a, he's in the Triffids. <laughs> I'm like, wow, this is bizarre. And he lives in Melbourne. Anyway, that's beside the point. But anyway, I, I, um, I, just, I, I, I kept playing guitar. I would play guitar all the time, all the time at, at home, have a break for dinner then go back and play guitar and that's all I ever used to do because there wasn't social network there wasn't any of the there wasn't distractions distractions. there was no distractions all Mm. I and there was no one else playing guitar at at school you know so so I was like that cool guy that played guitar so so for me to because I was a bit of a weed and you know I wasn't I wasn't very tough you know but I was in a tough school and and so This is the way I was thinking, you know, if if anyone from my school is watching, then, you know, that's probably not how you saw it. But this is how I saw school. School Mm. for me was, I always felt anxious about going to school. I didn't, you know, I felt like I was, uh, because I wasn't very strong, you know. And and so my only way of getting through all of those insecurities was playing guitar. Mm. Because people saw me as someone... Mm. That was kind of cool mm. you know so so i play guitar and that's that's what i used to do mm. and i still do it to this day mm. and that's why i enjoy going on stage and playing because it makes it, so much sense it, because it makes me feel confident you it know?
0: pushes you through that because really it's muscle it's it's uh, yeah. it's gruff you know it's like it's it's yeah it does it gives you it gives you this fucking sorry mum and dad your, your mum and dad not mine they don't care your sense of identity and your sense of purpose, and this, this, you know, this, this, I can do anything, yeah. kind of attitude. So why the fuck not?
1: Absolutely.
0: Mm. So what kept pushing you through then was um,
1: your my, identity. My insecurities pushed me through. That's what pushed me through. Interesting. So, so for me to actually feel good about this is horrible to say, but know, to me, not... to me, for me to feel good about myself. Because I had those insecurities mm, of, mm. Of, of of anxiety issues and things like that, was actually to play guitar mm. because it made it, it people actually admired me for what I was doing and, and when I, when I was playing and seeing people smiling and enjoying what I was playing, that actually made, that that fueled me even more. Mm, you know, fills you up, which is great.
0: Absolutely,
1: it's the best feeling. It's in such the an world.
0: honest. It's such an honest answer. You don't really get them much. It's like, oh, you know, fucking chicks. (laughs) Do it because of chicks. Yeah. (laughs) But
1: but the thing was, and that, but that's my insecurities (laughs) as well because I could never go up and just pick someone up unless I played guitar in front of them, and then it's like, ah, you you might.
2: Oh wow. Yeah.
0: Fuck, that's honest as hell. I appreciate that so much because it's 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 funny. Even with wrestling with me, it was like what it was like as soon as I someone introduced me as a wrestler. Oh my god. I'm like, oh yeah, like, ding 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 ding. Like all these like little senses in my brain went off. Like, oh, this is what you need to be doing because this is going to get you the significance that you crave and the attention that you desire and all the things you didn't get. But I'm like, well, strip that away for a minute. You know, I think what's really important is who am I without that thing that I do? Yeah. Because if I'm just if I'm just attached to that because I had to lose that career very early on in the piece because I hurt my head. So if I if I didn't if I couldn't um adapt very quickly and find something else that i like to do which was you know i'm just going to have to learn guitar in a very short period of time and surround myself with incredible musicians otherwise i'm just not going to be able to get up to speed in the amount of time that i need to, do to be able to do this thing that i want to do i think adaptation is a very big part of that yeah. um, but it's very interesting like they're, they're, everyone i hang around with is, is a master of something they're great at something and i and i think that's incredible takes ten thousand hours to get there which i think is about four years is that right fact checking is it four years yeah four years flat just just doing that so very interesting what have people done for four years worked at reception worked at hairdressers worked at whatever and that they're all wonderful great, and yeah. important obviously what, what is a hairdresser now they are Essential. Essential, So yeah. essential, we're not, they are. No, so. we're not essential. <laughs> we're not essential, they are, so I should be talking smack about hairdressers. Isn't
1: it funny how essential you thought you were, and now we're not? I was so essential. <laughs> I thought I was essential. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, you lose this, it, this part of you that's essential, and now we're all grabbing for other stuff to do. But what I'm saying is, if somebody wants to be anything, all they have to realise is they just need three to four years.
1: Well, and that's focus. You've got to focus on it. If, if you just think, oh, I'll do it, you know, I'll do an hour here or an hour there, you can't. You've got to focus mm. on it. Otherwise, mm. you 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 know you'll get you'll get to a certain point, mm. but you're not going to get the mm. mastery. You know, mm. you're not going to be a master mm. at something. Mm. And it's the master, like G-
0: Jimmy Page, that's a fucking that, that yeah. guy did not. He were he was born on the guitar. He didn't yeah. stop. Similar, twenty four hours a day, just just stop to shit and eat. Yeah, you know that's how you make someone like that. You don't just doodle every couple of, every couple of days and think you're going to have that level of mastery.
1: I remember doing, um, um, you know, we were talking about, talking about mastering but, you know, with mastering you've got to have the, you, you have to have failures, you know, you've got to have little failures along the way and, you know, God knows in the music industries there's so many failures but, but or, or, yeah, pitfalls. And, and one of mine when I was learning, learning guitar was I, I'd, I'd sit at home and, and I'd be playing, you know, learning songs and pl- learning styles and just playing and playing and playing. And, um, and if I couldn't get something, I used to get so frustrated to the point where I would throw my guitar around the room and I would just, you know, <laughs> get so angry at myself and just throw it on the ground. I and get it. And, and I'd there. have to walk away. And I'd walk away for about an hour or so and come back in and I could play it. And it's just because you're, you're cramming so much in and, and you know, you just can't, it's not happening. And so you get so frustrated at it and you're getting really, really, mm. really angry. And uh, you know, for me, that was back when I was a kid. Was a failure. You know, I'm 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 shit house. I'm useless at this. And
2: mm-hmm. I
1: just storm out of my room, and you know, and then I'd come back. You know, whether it was an hour later or whether it was the next day. You know, after, and and I could actually play it. <laughs>
0: Interesting, because I think you need to like be able to step away from it and come back. Yeah. And step away from it and come back.
1: There is a point where you have to you have to just step away. You know. I did play a lot. I played a a lot, but I also hang out with my mates. But but I did, I didn't have many mates, but but a lot of them, there were a few mates that were actually (laughs) guitar players and I'd just go to their house and we'd play guitar. (laughs) So that was hanging out with my mates. But that's
0: what you did. You created a peer group of people that were doing what you wanted to do, which then, you know, it reinstated your identity. This is who you wanted to be, which then cultivated your drive and kept you...
1: Accountable. I, I, I didn't like sport when in school and, and the last two, on a Friday afternoon, the last two periods in school were, were sport and, and I hated it because so uh, yep. I never did sport. Nobody
0: checks a role
1: in PE. No, that's right. It, it used to hurt my fingers and bend my fingers back when I played volleyball. <laughs> and so, um, so I, would, uh, I, I said to, um, I, said, I had a talk, I can't remember who I spoke to, but I spoke to either the headmaster or someone or the, the head of the school or whatever and they and i just said look cuz we didn't have music there was no music in oh. in my school there was nothing there was there was in, in year 8 they, they, they had a music uh, a music um, period and and then um and if if there was when when it went to year 9 10 11 and 12 if nobody was really if there was if there wasn't a majority of people that wanted to do music then they just didn't do music and there was probably me and a couple of others that only, after year eight wanted to do music. So we never did it. So it was never there. So, so I just said, I said to them, look, I want to play guitar. I don't want to play sport. It hurts my hands. <laughs> so um, so what they... Saying?
0: What were your parents like? The supportive?
1: Yeah, mum and dad really supportive. That's great. me playing guitar. But, but so, so I just said to them, um, can I have a period of just playing guitar? And they did. They let me do it and so it was just it was just me sitting around playing guitar <laughs> <laughs> and and if people brought their guitars in then it was great how
2: that's wonderful
0: what, that you you you've been so like that's what i call a mission right you've had a fucking mission ever since you were 8 to just, I just want to do this. This is what I want to do, and but you've it made a career out of it.
1: It wasn't something that I actually at, at that back then that wasn't my mission. You didn't mean it. It didn't. I didn't mean it. It, it. it was just something I liked to do. Yeah, it was a passion.
0: A passion that then turned into a, a lifetime of you being able to do that professionally.
1: Yeah, and my my mission started when I moved to Melbourne because I moved to Melbourne in '96, and 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 I.
0: Where are you from? Brisbane. Okay,
1: and. I I moved down here because you know I just thought I just saw I was in band in a band in Brisbane and you know it was it was kind of hard to leave but but I thought I just don't there's nothing happening you know and I need to need to be somewhere where things things happening you yeah, know I did that. so I so I moved to Melbourne I didn't know anybody except the girl I was seeing you know so so Toys I ended Annie. up yeah so I was living with her parents and um and <laughs> and um no shout outs (laughs) and I I just went I just went I need to actually have a strategy though I need to not just move here and then go I'll just get in a cover band and then just play covers or whatever so which I ended up doing I got it just because I needed to earn money so I got into a cover band when I got here but but my, my goal was I wanted to meet people who could have an influence on me you know and so and and I and I looked at uh, I, I just looked at all the guitar players that were in Melbourne, and there was, you know, there was Tommy Emmanuel, there was ah, there was Jack Jones, for Tommy there Emanuel. was Stuart Fraser, um, you know, there were all these guitar players that lived down here, and and I just thought, well, I need to I need to work in a music shop, I need to actually work in a guitar shop where guitar players come in, and so I I got on the dole. <laughs> yeah. God bless his country. And through the dole, I got to do a course in. Um, in retail which why anyone would want to do a course in retail but i I needed to because i wasn't a salesman at all and um so i did this course in retail and part of that course was to you got you got placement and you got to choose where you wanted to work for two weeks to um to to get the experience so so i chose uh, uh, there was two choices there was two options i had I, i lived near cranbourne so i was it was either cranbourne music or I used to take my amp, when it needed to get fixed, I took it into this place called Sindel Music, where, which is where a guy called Dave Ulbert used to work. And he was the, he was the guru amp repair, r- repairer. And so I thought, I'll just ask them at Sindel Music, you because know, from what I see, everyone goes in there to get their amps fixed. And they got me in there to work for two weeks. And, um, and after the two-week period, he offered me a job. And so I got a job in there. Tommy Emmanuel came in.
2: Oh to hell get, yeah to
1: talk to Dave. Jack Jones used to come in all the time. To you talk envisioned to Dave. this
0: before it happened, but, right?
1: Well, this was my plan my plan was you to see it. it. I planned this. Mm. Stuart Fraser came in and he was the big instigator from Noiseworks who's sadly passed away now, but he was the big big instigator in, in me starting my Melbourne career because I, I got into um, there was this artist called Marie Wilson and she had a, it was 98 and she had a, a hit back in 98 called Next Time and he was touring with her at that point but he couldn't, he was also working with John Farnham so he couldn't, um, Fancy. He couldn't play, he couldn't do the tour with Marie Wilson so he, he suggested me just from, you know, he saw me play in the music shop and Dave Albright gave me big recommendations and everything which, thank, thank you Dave and um, so so I got that through I got the gig through that. Oh. And so and I was touring around everywhere and then I got to go to America with Marie and then I came back and I got into this other band called Sneak and Through That. I got into Electric Mary and it was just it just became this on momentum. And Through Electric Mary I got into Russell Morris's band and
0: you Now we were talking about me on the spin bike before and how I was creating yeah. momentum for today. You created momentum your actions yeah you didn't stop you got up every day you went and did what you were going to do and you created this big momentum and it's still going
2: yeah, yeah.
1: well it well it is i mean you know it's uh, but it, it always does as long as you as long as you want things to happen mm. Mm. you know you mm. and, and as long as you try and you know mm. put the effort in to make them happen mm. then they'll, they'll. four happen.
0: years to become a master full-time they reckon
2: four, four years. years they
0: reckon four years of full-time yeah. But that's that's how many hours that is. So that's like, well, maybe spread that over eight if you're a normal human being. So maybe eight years full time playing guitar. Potentially, people yeah. could be a full time working guitarist like you. Even if they started today, eight years from now, they could be doing that. They could be. Mm. If maybe they dedicate
1: Maybe not to my level.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, absolutely. There's a lot
0: of space for ego here. I have many rooms.
1: Absolutely. Ab- you know, absolutely. You can, you know. Anything's possible.
0: Absolutely. And on that, Pete, thank you so much for joining us That's tonight. That's quite
1: all right. I hope I haven't bored you all with my rambles.
0: Yeah, we cut the tears out. We've put little pictures in where we started crying. But okay,
1: like... cool. Or was that when your camera stopped? Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> I did cry. Pete Robinson, Electric Mary, Emmy Marshall, opening for you at the corner on November seventh. Can't wait to see you there. Ugh. Stay tuned for a live track. We're gonna play a song, right? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Hey, Pete, thanks for joining me. we want to do a bit of a live performance. This one's called Bad Thing. I'm joined by the gorgeous Pete Robinson. Wow. Aren't you gorgeous? Wow. Yes, you are, darling. Wow. Envy Marshall, Pete Robinson. Bad Thing.
2: It's been five months since you went away, 153 days, a burnt bridge, it hit me like a man, and we do things that we don't understand, I did a sixth thing, and got it tasted good, it tasted better than it should, last night I looked the devil in the eye, I took a hostage And I took him inside Bad thing, I feel it With you Bad thing and I love what you do I'm gonna pay And the currency is you I need a drink so bad You better make it too Each lover is a lesson I've had my share, I've done a Bad thing and you're crazy If you dare to Love me after what I have Done to home You're not the only one And I love you But you know I love me more I've done a bad thing Now you're walking out the door Bad thing, I feel it with you I did a bad thing and I'll do it again. I did a bad thing and I'll do it again. I did a bad thing and I'll do it again. I did a bad thing and I'll do it again. Sick thing and God it tasted good. And it tasted better than it should. Last night I looked the devil in the eye. I took a hostage and I took him inside. Bad. I'm feeling with you Bad thing and I love what you do Everybody, um, yeah,
0: feel better? Feel better now that you've done a song? I mean, I feel better now that I've done a song. I feel back. We're not doing a gig, we're doing a song. <laughs> oh, my God, how much fun was that? Thank you for joining us. Envy Marshall here. And if you haven't heard him In The Background, my single, Drown. Swipe up, subscribe, join us, follow us. We love you. Thank you for supporting live local
2: music. This is Envy Marshall. Peace out, bitches. Till next time. Mwah.